must have taken some bloody getting used to as a driver. Start. Cool. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, hey, if you know, I, I, well, I, I have driven, I have driven a, uh, I have driven a, a Brabham BMW um, after qualifying in Detroit in uh, 1984. Um, if you remember, you know, the mechanics used to drive the cars back and forth to the pits. And I uh, <laughs> drove drove the uh, drove the car back to uh, back to the garage in the old Cobo Hall or whatever it was called, um, the tech tech centre there. And um, I thought, oh, that'd be a bit of a laugh. It's in the tunnel; nobody will see it. So I put my foot down. Well, what happens when you put your foot down is nothing, and then it kicks in, and my head went back into the back of the cockpit with no, hel- no helmet on or anything you know smack back into the and I grabbed the gear and smacked back in again and I thought oh Jesus this is just yeah. it was like a light switch and it was the power when the turbo kicked in it was just like a light switch doom doom good so it must have been tricky to drive it reminded me from when I used to race motorcycles two-stroke motorcycles when you you know 250 cc 350 cc yamahas and 500 quackers um <clears throat> you've got no power up to about six six thousand five hundred seven thousand seven thousand two hundred then all of a sudden you're at 80 horsepower or 120 horsepower um so it was kind of like right you know kind of like riding it or driving a <clears throat> a two-stroke motorbike <laughs> unfortunately about 10 times the power <laughs> um yeah um yeah go back to the 83 season it's uh, there was i did do i did do a few races um during the course of the uh, course of the season um i think i did four in total um because because you know because we were doing the pit stops you know doing the you know changing changing the tires and stuff and uh, which was um, which is very exciting. I did the left rear, I think, on um, a number of occasions. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, did a did a left year, left rear as to I, I was just trying to think who I replaced. I'm not sure whether it's Pete McKenzie or um, or Neil, but well, one one or the other anyway. <clears throat> and um, then we all went off down to uh, South Africa. Yeah, the race team and uh, and testing because they just wanted to throw as many bodies at it as possible to uh, you know on the on the off chance that um, that we'd um, that we'd win the championship and we won it and it was yeah that's right um, excellent bloody yeah. amazing it was I mean I've never partied so hard in all my life I bet <laughs> excellent so listen um, so up to eighty six at Bradham is that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, um, I was, I was through, through, uh, through till '86. Um, I, um, I did have a little bit of a, a time away from uh, Brams in, uh, in 1986, um, <clears throat> or end, end of '85, 80, uh, early '86. I went off to um, McLaren, North America, where they were doing the IMSA GTP car. Yeah, with the BMW engine in it. Before you start that, Robin, how did, how did you get on with Bernie overall? He's a god. I, I just, you, you, you know, you had to be careful around him and bits and pieces and stuff like that. But, you know, he was, he was, he was just a top guy. Amazing, amazing guy. 
um, you know, he was, it was kind of like he got a completely different vision, not, not only for the, you know, for the future, but, you know, he, he could see things that were happening that he was telling Gordon, no, no, don't do that because da, 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 and to, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. An amazing visionary, amazing visionary. And, um, and yeah. And I mean, yeah, okay, he made Formula One what it is today. Or sorry, he made Formula One what it is until, and up until you know, kind of like he sold it or whatever. But um, um, I mean, he flew it all on the, you know, pretty much all of it on the seat of his pants. He took the most enormous risks, um, you know, personal risks. Though. They weren't, you know, they weren't, um, they weren't, you know, he wasn't mucking around with anybody else's money or whatever. No, no, huge amount of time. I, I don't have a problem with him at all. Um, you don't have, never, never, ever had a, an issue with uh, with him at all. I mean, um, and uh, in the end of the day, he had me back to his team three times. So yeah, fair play. <laughs> so you know, you don't. It, 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 it's not as if um, if you didn't cut the mustard with the guy. You know, if you, you let him down a couple of times or whatever, or once, you know, not to be uh, not to be chastened, you know, chastened off, or chastened again. But um, <clears throat> no. Magic, magic guy, and I mean it was the whole, it was just an amazing team. I, I you the the characters that on that nineteen eighty two, eighty three, eighty four, eighty five team, just amazing, just an amazing group of people, and and everybody, everybody basically at the you know absolutely at the top of the game. Um, I mean it was the it was the 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 team. Um, <clears throat> wherever we went, people, you know, it's great. It was great. It was great. Absolutely fabulous. And a fabulous group of people. I'm still, still, still friends with nearly all of them. Unfortunately, Graham, uh, Graham Lewins, uh, he, uh, he passed on. I think it was 1990, something like that. He, um, he died. Um, and there's a, there's a couple, a couple of, a couple of others have, uh, have gone by the wayside, but uh, I'm still in touch with, uh, Nigel Distrater, Eddie Baker, um, Charlie's gone, obviously. Um, uh, Rolly Vincini, um, Chris Robson, Robbo down at McLaren's now, Bill Witherspoon, who's on one of our truckies. Um, yeah, still in touch with, the, you know, with, with all the guys, in fact. Well, why um, did you finish with Brabham's in the end, Robin? <clears throat> Were you still on the test team? At that point, or you no, no, no. I was on the, on the race team. I went up to the race team in 1984. I was, uh, I, I was, I ran the, I ran the T car in 1984, 85, and 86. Um, um, the T car, the T car that was, uh, whenever it was called on to go out and win a race, went out and won a race. <laughs> <laughs> De- Detroit being the fam- being the famous one, Nelson was knocked off by a Mansell in the first uh, first hundred yards or whatever, and then was a restart. Nelson was in the T car. We hadn't run the T car at all since qualifying the day before. Just jumped into it, <laughs> went off, and won the race. But you won the race by a country mile. And um, the next um, the next um, famous race for the T car from the pit lane was. Um, um, Paul Rickard the following year with the BT54 um, 
uh, Nelson jumped into it. That was the Pirelli race that uh, it was. It was the right tire for the right day, and Nelson just came past. He just overtook everybody, overtook everybody, overtook and won the race. It was the last Brabham win, and that was the car from the pit lane. Yeah, <clears throat> gosh, wow, that's not um, bad. No, um, I. There was there was some there was some strange stuff. You asked the question, why did I leave Brabham in nineteen eighty-six? There was some funny stuff going on uh, in in the in the team. Um, if you recall, Gordon had left or was in the process of leaving, and there was um, um, a new team manager at, at uh, Brabham's then, a guy called uh, Colin Seeley. Colin and I were we got on fine because Colin Seeley was motorbikes and and, and and whatever. But I just um I, I just felt odd about it. I did, I just felt odd about it. And the other thing as well that had happened in um in um <clears throat> the eighty-six season, of course it was the BT fifty-five. I'd come back from um from IMSA in the States and um come back to Brabham's. Um, by the way, when I went to work, the only reason I went over there ultimately to work was because I, I was very, very familiar with the engine, which, um, although it was not built by BMW, it was a BMW that was built by McLaren, but it was a two litre version of the Formula One engine. And so I could, I, there was a lot of stuff that I was actually able to bring experience. I was actually able to bring with regards to installation and intercoolers and blah, 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 various other bits and pieces. And um, <clears throat> I, I, I remember to this day just you know, going into Bernie and saying, listen, Bernie, you know, um, I'm going, I'm divorcing, getting divorced from my wife or got divorced from my wife. And I'm in a very, very strange place at the moment. I, I kind of uh, don't know really where or what I want to do. I said, but I've been offered this job with, with um, McLaren in the States. And uh, I, I'm, I'm tempted to go because it'll get me into a, into a different place. And I, you know, I'll be, make break with the, with the UK and, you know, the, the circle of friends and stuff. And he said, Go for it," said. "No problem whatsoever." <clears throat> and in fact, while I worked there at McLaren's, um, McLaren's paid McLaren's UK paid um, or or Tyler or Teddy or something. It was some com combination like that. But basically, they gave their my salary to Bernie, and Bernie put it into my bank account for me because I was working in the States without a visa and all that malarkey. <clears throat> so um, when I came back to Brabham's, it was just like, I just started back at Brabham's again. And it was with, uh, with the 55, in which I'd had um, some experience in the build of the 55. And um, that was, you, you know, you're asking questions earlier on about the, the McLaren MP, M28. Well, <clears throat> Again, you know, no, no, you know, no. Um, uh, I, th I think Brabham's were really were still learning about composites, uh, certainly composites on on monocoques, because all of the cars that they'd had up to then were sheet aluminium with composite in them. Uh, but it was, but it was, it wasn't honeycomb, wasn't honeycomb composites as such, and uh, not structural. <clears throat> 
and I think there was some. I think there was a lot of a lot to be learned there in terms of the of it. And you know, the, and it was it was just so fraught with just so many problems. You know, the laid down engine, the you know the gear. The, you you wouldn't believe. That. I mean, the size of the gearbox was just enormous um, by comparison with all these sort of you know lovely life little BT forty nine. You know cars that you could build that were you know 45 kilos under the weight limit and stuff just because and still be you know um <clears throat> there was no no two ways that the you know the 55 was uh was a, was a complete you know, complete can of worms and again we did um in the there was no test team as such you know it was all the t-car back into being you know, dragged back into it again and we were doing all sorts of tests in germany and austria and uh i mean we even went up to donnington once and ran backwards around donnington because because the because the oil flow in the long court you know donnington the as you come down the the, the pit straight I forget what the Lakeview or something, the corners called or something like that. Anyway, the, the long right hander, anyway. No, we, the only reason we went there to test was because we wanted to test on the a very, very fast left hander. So we ran backwards round round Mallory to um, with different different configurations of uh, of oil tank because there was there was a problem with the with the oil um, building up in the engine, not going back into the tank properly. Um, and bits and pieces like that, <clears throat> but the 55. But then the other the other thing about 55 was, of course, that we had um, you know the demise of uh, demise of Elio, which was just an absolute tragedy. I mean, that was um, <clears throat> that was a hard one. That was that was a very very hard one. And um, <clears throat> yeah, move on from that one. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So listen, so 87, Robin. Leighton House March, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that was. Um, it was. It was a very, very good move. So I mean, it was a. It was a. It was a breath of fresh air. But I mean, it was. It was. It was very hard. Um, there was. A, it was a, a new team of guys. I Harvey and I. Harvey was Cho, Cho, Harvey Spencer um, was the chief. Uh, became the chief mechanic there. Um, I went with. Uh, I knew Harvey. Harvey and I were buddies from from anyway, um, so I went and joined him there, and we we put together a team in literally in I don't know six weeks or something. But um, we also built uh, the basic basic of a basis of a Formula One car by converting a Formula Three thousand car uh, into an F one car engine gearbox. Um, <clears throat> front suspension you know there was a, a an f1 car was created out of a formula 3000 car um and we we knew that with the 3000 car we knew that if we went into the race in rio we wouldn't be able to finish it we didn't have enough fuel to put the car still because it was still 3000 size so in the uk they, there was a the, the the car that became the 871 March was effectively a 3000 car with an extension in the fuel tank and you know some some other stiffling ups and bits and pieces and whatever and uh, we, we started the started the Leighton House adventure which was uh, well, it was a it was an adventure um I was quite surprised actually that um uh, 
you you sort of got got familiar with the old Cosworth DFEs being you know ninety nine percent reliable. I mean, if they ran for if they ran for twenty or thirty miles when you first put them in, they were going to be in there for five hundred. Generally, was the case, and it didn't happen like that at all with that uh, three point five DFZ. Um, uh, and what we weren't aware of was because we've got no no mileage, no running in it. What we weren't aware of was how quickly it was getting through oil. In fact, we lost we lost two engines uh, quite quickly because we didn't realise that the oil was being you know being um, eaten up in there. There was burning oil, not obviously, and it wasn't leaking it, but it was being consumed by the engine. And um, yes, that was uh, interesting times. But just lots of things with you know, putting the, putting together a team of young guys and then a second car and stuff and just growing up, growing and growing and growing. I mean, we, we, it wasn't until we got, I think, till Monza, Monza, not Monza, to um, uh, Imola that we'd, we'd actually got a complete, complete sort of team of guys that was going to want, wind up working together for the rest of the year to cost no, we didn't have three cars. We only had two cars. Because um, the spare car, because the spare car was just, you know, the 3,000 car just chucked at the back of the, still in the truck or just chucked at the back of the garage. Yeah, just in case. Um, just in, you know, as a, as a just in case. Um, and, um, um, yeah, and that, that, that team, I mean, it, it, uh, I think we, it wasn't my car, it was the T car. Because there's only one driver. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There was a, the race car and a T car. We did have the 3,000 car back in fact, whatever. And um, um, Monte Carlo, I think we finished sixth, um, which was Capelli's first points and, um, and whatever. And that was that was quite uh, quite you know, quite good fun really because they were, you know, there were turbo cars and the atmospheric cars and stuff. There was what was it, Tyrrells and AGSs. And there was another team as well, I think, that was running the running it. But in, anyway, it was Leighton House, Tyrrell, AGS. Yeah, uh, there was a few, wasn't there, running? Not, no, not in the first year, not in the 87 year. 88 year, there was a, quite a lot different. Yeah, because yeah, quite a few people had you know, dropped, out of the, dropped out of the turbos and stuff. Because the 88 season was when they ran the 2.5 turbos. Sorry, the, the 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 turbos, but they were limited to two point five bar boost. And I think that the year before was four bar boost. They limited them to and a certain amount of fuel or something like that, so that the aspirated cars would be vaguely competitive against the against the turbos. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then um, eighty seven came along, um, and I'd, uh, I'd, 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 I I I I didn't want to. I kind of like didn't want to go racing anymore, and um, I set up. Uh, I I stayed back at the factory and set up the test, the Leighton House test team with the um, with the eight eight one March. And once that was kind of like all up and running, I moved into I moved up to um, March cars. Oh, yeah. So- I went off doing Champ Car, Indy Car. Yeah. Um, there was the yeah. Porsche project running. There was the start of the Alfa Romeo project running. Um, they split up the they split up the factories between um, 
because they couldn't run, they couldn't build the Alphas and the uh, and the Porsches out of the same car at the same flat place up in Vista. So um, that um, the Porsche project stayed up at Vista, and we set up the um, the the new factory down in in Colnbrook. It was just around the corner from where the old McLaren factory used to be. Um, and at that time, then March, if you recall, had bought Rolt. So it was March Rolt. So there was Formula 3 cars, Formula 3000 cars, Indy cars, everything, all going out the same workshop. I mean, it was hilarious, <laughs> to say the least. So uh, would everyone have worked on anything at that point, Robin? Uh, not really, no, 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 no. no. The, 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 I mean, the F3 thing was basically an F3 build. And I think they were still, I think they were still building sort of 30, 40 cars a year in the in the build cycle, which 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 effectively was kind of like October, November, December, January was the build cycle, and it was, you know, you could be in there from eight o'clock in the morning till ten, eleven o'clock at night if you wanted to be, you know, just just putting together together cars. Um, um, I was heavily involved with not only the IndyCar, but also the uh, Formula 3000 car, that um, the, the the Rolt 3000 car, which was uh, quite an interesting, uh, quite an interesting project, was, um, one way or another. It, I mean, it didn't about basically the car didn't work for a number of reasons, but um, you know that's kind of like um, history now. I'm not sure whether Mr. Reynard was running entirely legally or whatever, but. Um, one way or another, I mean, it was sort of all of it weird, all of that uh, that thing. And March had been building three thousand cars, which had been competitive for you know for kind of like many many years. But they there was the check they selected not to not to carry on with that that lineage, if you like, in the same way as um, as was being created by Leighton House March. If we'd made uh, if we'd made Formula three thousand cars based on that kind of technology would have been a very, very different, uh, different thing. As it happens, it was um, the car was a bit of a bit of a bastard, really bastard in bastard in terms of the number of people that were involved in the design of it. And it was he did this and he'd done that. And somebody else had done this and stuff. When you come to put it all together, it wasn't ever going to work properly. <clears throat> but um, just, just sorry. But We've uh, we've got a bit of time, not a lot left. So ninety two, you finished at well March, yes ninety two. Is that right? Um, I I I, th I think so. I to be honest with you, I, uh, was it ninety two or ninety three? Ninety three. I've got ninety two, but yeah, whatever. Is um, is then you went back to your bikes. Yeah, went back to the bikes for a bit. Yeah, that's right. No, I'd um, my my brother in I went to visit my my brother in uh, my sister and brother in law live in um, um, they live in Italy, <clears throat> and um, oh god, it's gone out of my head now where they actually live. This is completely crazy. <laughs> um, they live in Rimini. Now Rimini is also where. Uh, there's some very interesting motorcycle history in Rimini. Um, other than it was, there used to be a street race, street motorcycle race in, in Rimini, you know, back in the day, which was very, very famous. But it was also most famous for 
the existence of bimota, bimota, B-I-M-O-T-A. And the bimota bikes were just the business. I mean, superb, you know, chassis, styling, the build quality. Um, and people bought bimotas because they were the cloud, you know, there, there was nothing like them in turn. And, you know, they were four or five times more expensive than anything you could buy out of Japan. They used Japanese engines, Suzuki's, Kawasaki's, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, no, I got involved with them on a on a project, which is a two-stroke um, two-stroke 500 cc project. Is a fuel injected two-stroke, <clears throat> and um, I've got some different ideas and uh, um, on on doing it, and actually came up with the. the I, I actually explained to the board of directors that the uh, motor at the end of the day, that there was no way that the fuel injection thing was going to work properly because of blah, 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 blah. And by the way, this is my carburetor version of that bike, which runs perfectly well. And um, <clears throat> that, that was, that was it really. And then I'm, I wound, wound up going then back into motor racing again because I joined Pacific at the end yes. of 1993. Yeah. So which was, brand new team. yeah, brand new team. Talk about jumping up, jumping off the deep end. And they come from F3000, Robin. They come from F3000. There was a few oh, guys. Oh. I got um, I got Jerry Bond to, I, I inveigled Jerry Bond to come and join us there. Get to to do the gearboxes and various bits and pieces. And I got a few other few other F1 techies that I knew to to join us to give it not just the, because the F3 F3000s thousands, F3000s thousands, very different to doing Formula One. Um, and I mean most of the guys that were the Pacific uh, Pacific uh, Formula Three thousand people, most of them left within a couple of races of, of it beginning because it was. They just said it's all too much. We, you know, kind of, they went off and joined Mike Earl and stuff, or back to Formula Three Thousand again, whatever. So it was a, it was a thing. But but the, but the bottom line was that we had Wiki didn't have any money. It was just it was just like a, you know moving on from next to next to next and and you know blagging this and blagging that and blagging the other. I mean the engines never ran. They never the engines never would never run up to the full speed. Um, because if he if he kept three thousand RPM off the top of them, he'd, he'd double the rebuild mileage, so that it was all knocked back. So they, then you know they were never ever going to go anywhere. But it was a it was a disastrous disaster. And that gets very wearing, doesn't it? <clears throat> Do it, you know. Oh yeah. Well, there is that. Yeah, there is that. Then there was then of course there was that awful thing with the with the death of Ayrton, and I must admit I took that one quite hard emotionally. Um, one way or another, because I, I I knew it, I knew him, you know, personally, um, and uh, that and that was a hard one. And then we then we we did, there was all of those things with the you know cutting all the body work out so that there was you know there was the, the wind you know there was no forcing of the air into the engine and all that malarkey and stuff. And then uh, we did a race in Barcelona and uh, the the track would have all got odd chicanes in it and stuff. And I I felt odd about that doing that particular race um <clears throat> and we set off for canada went off to do yeah did do the do the race in canada and whatever 
and I stayed um, stayed back with uh, with the truckies and what have you to pack away all the cars and bits and pieces. The team all you know, went on the went and jumped on the flight straight after the race and went back to the UK. And um, I was going to pay the hotel bill in the morning, and and Wiki hadn't paid the hotel bill. So um, that was uh, that was another another nightmare, um, and I just thought, you know what, I'm not bothered with this anymore. I can't be asked. I just can't be asked. Um, and so so um, so quit it. I um, I um, got out of the game completely, <clears throat> and then got into a, into a whole series of other things. Yeah. Well, listen, Robbie, I am going to wrap that up now. If that's okay with you. No problem. No problem. Excellent. I can't lovely. believe that uh, I can't believe that this time has flown by. So all that we haven't stopped talking. <laughs> I know. That's why we're having the odd um, glass of water. There you go.